0: Welcome to the Shagilola Salami Show. Hi everyone, it's the Virtue Cafe, it's the Shagilola Salami Show. Um, It's a nice, boring, dull day in London, and I really said I would stop talking about the weather, but for some reason I just can't help myself. Everything here we do, you know, sort of, as all uh, our moods are affected by the weather here, and it's a really, really great day today. But I will try not to talk about the weather today. Seriously, going to try. But anywho, so who have I got here with me today? I think I would rather just chat with someone else. So who's here with me? Have I got anyone here with me?
1: Oh, hi there. I'm Andrew you.
0: Hi, Andrew. Hello. How
1: are, sorry. How are you doing today? I'm very well. I'm trying not to talk about the weather. Oh uh, yeah, What's it like outside? I haven't had a chance to look out. It is really gray. It's a really mucky gray weather. Um,
0: It's definitely the time, you know, I always love any excuse to have a hot chocolate. So I'm having my nice big, you know, extra large uh, mug of extra chocolatey, extra milky hot chocolate. Um, But yeah, before I even offer you anything, you know, tell me a bit about yourself.
1: Well, um I am from Sarasota, Florida, so it's usually pretty sunny outside, and I am an audio drama writer and producer.
0: Oh wow. okay. that that sounds interesting. Uh, so, I mean, I know I've had a couple of people come on you know to talk um, about audio dramas. Um, but you know so what 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 audio dramas have you written?
1: I have written one right now. It's called uh, We're So Bad at Adventuring, and it is a fantasy comedy about two characters in the Royal Army trying to catch up to the big battle of justice and goodness.
0: Ah, interesting. And have you got it for us to listen to by any chance?
1: Yes, actually. I have an episode from Season 2, Episode 4, entitled Any Town Valoria.
0: Okay, so I guess we're going to click listen to it in... And-
2: Five, four, three, two, one. We're so bad at adventuring.
3: What an interesting town this is.
1: The city of Afana, located on the edge of Valoria. It's famous for corn farming and back alley otter fights. That's a
3: pretty name. Thanks. I wasn't saying anything about you. I was complimenting the name.
1: Well, I made all of those facts up, so yeah, you complimented me. What's its name then, Bob? Dude, am I a map? No, I have no clue. Let's call it the Big Place with Buildings of Doom. Yeah, no. Well, they better title it that way or I walk. Huh. Nothing.
3: I can't even remember the last time I was in a legitimate town.
1: Yeah, me either. In the army, we mostly just burn towns down. In the name of justice. And because fire is fun. And because I knock over a ton of lanterns while doing jigs. We need to- Seriously, jigs cause so much property damage, they should be banned. Okay, well, let's- I've seen many a world light aflame by a jaunty tune. Are you done? Yeah,
3: sorta. Good, let's go find a quest, right? Yeah! How- How do we do that?
1: Dude, I don't know. When you're out exploring, they just kind of pop up. But in towns, you gotta go ask folks.
3: And why do we do quests again?
1: Two reasons. Number one, we're adventurers, apparently. An adventurer's quest. Quests are the biggest provider of adventurers. Number two, we get paid. And I'm talking, we get paid really well. I mean, provided you don't have to pay for all the damages you inevitably cause. So basically, we'll always be in the negative. Man, I still owe money for all the stuff we wrecked last season. Are there any
3: other reasons to quest?
1: I don't know. What else do you need? The big reason is stuff. Stuff is great. Have you had stuff? It's awesome. Yeah, it is true. Having
3: stuff is pretty great. Fine, let's find us a quest.
1: We'll just ask random peasants until we hit something great, or at least deadly. Hey, you, guy. Hey, Ash? We're adventurers. Got a quest for us? Indeed! Do you see those, uh, bales of hay?
4: Yes?
1: Those are, uh, hay bales of abject evil. You must, uh, transport them to the, uh, barn of purification to save, you know, uh, the world. Are you just making us do your chores? What's the pay? Yeah? Well, I'll give you a hot meal and then a place to stay for the night. A hot meal? I was willing to settle for a cold meal, or maybe just a prick to the mouth. This sounds like a good quest! Let's do it!
3: Seriously, Bob? A hot meal? I am not doing that, Bob. Why not? Because it's basically chores, and the pay sucks. I'm not cut out for physical labor. I just prefer shouting at you, or others, really.
1: So? Questing is always about chores. We're either carrying, killing, or hauling something somewhere or someplace. Dude, you have to start somewhere.
3: Bob, I'm not lugging those around. I
1: mean, quite frankly, it sounds kind of like adventuring is work. Look, what else are we going to do, man? Seriously, we bailed on the Royal Army. We ditched the freaking adventure to get some waters or something. Now what? We get an office and start a law firm? No. So what? What do you want, Thornwick? Because frankly, I know what I want. I want to bumble around, get money, get drunk, have fun, meet and get almost killed by interesting people, and just do whatever strikes me in the exact moment. I frankly don't care what we do as long as it involves one or more of those things. Bob, I want...
3: Uh, that hell debacle as we went to the road was fantastic. There was something
1: real in there.
3: Bob, I want that feeling
1: again. The only way to get that feeling is to help that farmer load hay into his barn and then accidentally burn his barn down due to spontaneous jigs.
3: Look, I'm down to do something adventurous, but I'm frankly too good for that bomb thing. Can we skip this
1: supposed quest? Sure. Let's try the tavern. Taverns always have quests. And by quests, I mean alcohol.
3: Fine, but no jigs.
5: Well, this place seems lively. Oi, 200 gold to the man who can best me in hand-to-hand combat. Oh wow, that guy looks fierce. He's not human
3: though, he's he's a
1: minotaur. Yeah, minotaurs are pretty common this close to Valoria's border. Some would say they're... extremely common.
3: Oh, I, I, I thought you were going for a joke there.
1: Diverted expectations are the core of comedy. Ugh. Can
2: I help you two gentlemen?
3: We happen to be two adventurers looking for a quest. Do you know of
1: any? Shh.
2: Keep your voices down.
1: Oh man, hush tones always lead to exciting things, or ambushes, which are not a way exciting.
2: Follow me, quickly. There isn't much time.
3: We're doing it, Bob. We're getting some big, exciting adventure.
2: Here, in the cellar. Now, listen to me. I'm in need of two noble champions to assist me in my cause. Do you see these barrels over there? They're, uh, devil barrels, and they, uh... Need to be put in the, uh, wagon of justice. Will you accept this quest and work on behalf of good?
1: Yeah, I'm going upstairs to do a jig. You've got to be kidding me. What, are all adventures just free help? Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. No one likes adventurers, really. Unless there's some sort of big problem. Why? Because they wreck everything, absolutely destroy economies with gold inflation, and tend to bring all sorts of terrible monsters and villains to the villages and towns.
3: Oh, you know, when I grew up,
1: we used to play a game called Find the Adventure for the Evil Overlord.
3: Was that not a game?
1: Nah, your parents made you a part of the search party and told you it was a game.
3: Oh my, that's why they were never happy when they were found. I always just thought they were sore losers.
1: Okay, so no quests yet. I'm going to start drinking and let my dancing feet take me to the nearest lantern. Bob, don't
5: you dare start any hijinks here before
3: I get a quest.
5: All right, fine. Once again, I speak. 200 gold to any man who can best me in hand-to-hand combat. Excuse
3: me, uh, Mr. Minotaur. My name is Fellow. Hi there. I'm Thornwick, and over there attempting to dance as my companion Bob. We're new to this area, and we're looking for danger and action, mainly because we're adventurers. I see.
5: You got any, you know, hot tips? You seek adventure? Yes. I see. You are in luck, for I, fellow the Minotaur, am also an adventurer. I have come to seek my fortune here. To pass the time, I gamble gold against drunk people. Well, that sounds like a reasonable hobby. Curses! The assassins of Gribelder here! Where? Those three shorter-looking men who are awfully pale? They come to kill me, and I am not one to do battle with those who wield deadly poisons. One nick, and then suddenly, you die. <gasps> but like a week later, so you don't really realize you're poisoned, but... One day, you're eating a bagel, and then suddenly, you die. (gasps) Quickly, grab your companion, put out that small fire he started, and follow me through the back door.
1: Bob,
3: hurry. What? There's a quest
5: happening. That fellow
3: fellow needs us to assist him as we escape from assassins.
1: Where are the assassins? You can't
3: see them,
5: Bob. That's why they're assassins. Now run! (laughs) Ha ha! Running! Quickly, follow me, down this alley. What's our quest? The mission is highly confidential. See, Bob? Confidential. Minotaurs, assassins, and no bales of hay or barrels to be found. Now this is a real adventure. In here. Whew, we're safe. Pay close attention to me. Do you see those dishes over there? Those are, uh, devil dishes. You must use the soap of justice to- Are you kidding me? Seriously? Were there even assassins? Yeah, they're following me, but you guys are nobodies. You're sea listers at best. I'm giving you a job you can handle. We once faced Lord Egregious,
1: okay? More like faced his direction.
3: Bob, don't get bogged down with the details. We also served alongside the mighty Grex,
5: the bastard
1: born. Yeah, we once sicked a whole swarm of bees on him. Whatever.
5: If you do the job, I'll give you some magical doodad from my grab bag. Deal? No deal. We're not washing your dishes. (coughs) Arrow attacks! Get down!
1: Ah, crap! The Assassins of Grellib are here!
3: You know about
1: them? They're the most famous Assassin's League out there! Which honestly means they're bad at their jobs because no one should know about an Assassin's League.
3: We're gonna kill you because we're Assassins!
5: Seriously, you always see and hear them coming. Stay down, Throw Rug and Barb. I will handle this. <laughs>
3: absolutely cannot believe this, Bob.
5: Dude, I told you. You don't just start questing at some
1: awesome higher level. You gotta start with the basics and work your way up. I don't want to do that.
3: I want something fun, exciting, and fulfilling that takes zero
5: effort. We all want that, Thornwick. Where did Philo go? The assassins are so very, very strong. I cannot battle all three alone. You know what, Bob? You've been telling me I'm in charge,
3: so guess what? Today we're going to do my quest, and my quest is to prove that we're worthy adventurers to fellow.
1: Of course! By doing the dishes! I'll start scrubbing! No!
3: By saving him from those loud assassins. I'll sneak up behind him and stab him in the back.
1: Okay, you do that while I get these dishes
3: clean. Bob, we don't have time for this kind of nonsense. Uh. He stabbed me in the back. Whatever, I'm going in. If I die while you're doing the dishes, I'll be very angry, Bob.
5: Make him shiny and clean, boys. What are you doing, Throw Rug? The name's Thornwick,
3: and I'm about to kick some serious. <laughs> they shot me with an arrow right in the arm. Ouch.
5: Ow. Oh, take that. you frighten the face! Then that. <laughs> uh, uh, I, th- I think I was hit with a poison. I'm slowing down. I have just a spell for that. (gasps) Are there any bees in the area? What? Ah! Dornric! Look out!
3: I dropped my towel. That isn't funny, Pop. I have an arrow sticking out of my arm. Okay, Philip. Go kill the wizard. We'll take care of the minotaur. Oh, crap.
1: (laughs) I'm gonna stab you in the kidney. Uh, stay back. Bob? Bob, help! Help! I'm scrubbing as fast as I can, but these dishes just keep on coming! <laughs> Stop dodging around! Never! Ooh,
5: that hurt. Bob,
3: get this assassin off me for two seconds. I need to cast my spell. All right, fine. Bleach in the eye! Ah!
1: Bleach! He threw bleach right into my eye! Ha <laughs> ha! Clever mop attack! Now he's just
3: mopping the floor. He told us to do the dishes.
5: You gotta give 110%, Throw
1: Rug ancient power
5: of the earth gives fellow strength and mirth. My body grows three times its size. (laughs) No poison can stop me now. Ah! Oh crap. (laughs) I've defeated them all and completely destroyed my apartment. And I cast a powerful spell That saved
1: you. And I did the dishes.
5: Very well. For completing the quest of doing the dishes and aiding me in the fight, I will give you two doodads from my grab bag of magical items.
1: That's it? We
5: don't want that.
1: Correction, he doesn't want that. I want to rummage through that bag and then grab. The things in the bag,
5: I mean. We want to join you in your adventures. You're clearly doing something important. Listen, I appreciate you helping me out but you don't have what it takes. I mean, your partner did the dishes while you ran in circles trying to cast a spell that you should have cast at the beginning of the fight. You guys aren't cut out for this life. The road I'm going down is a tough one.
1: Oh, man, look what I got, Thornwick! It's a chocolate bar that shrinks you down when you
5: eat it. Listen, fellow, I'm looking for something. We're all looking for something, pal. I cannot help you. There are no handouts in the adventuring life. Now get your goody and go. I, I don't want it. Come on, Bob, stop painting his wall and let's go. But the baseboards
1: need... Oh, all right.
3: That yeah, was so demeaning, Bob. Maybe
1: it's right. Maybe
3: we're not cut out for the traditional adventuring lifestyle. I'm
1: cut out for whatever I feel like.
3: I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so we should just go back to the road and find a city to live in. Start that law firm you were talking about. Thornwick and also Bob, attorneys at law. What do you think?
1: Thornwick? I would follow you anywhere because, frankly, I have nothing better to do and I'm slightly codependent.
3: I'm seriously having a
1: crisis
3: here, Bob. There's something out there and I want it. I want to have adventure and fun, but having adventure
4: and fun is hard to find. Check out the magical amulet I found while loading devil hay into that barn of justice. It told me that I must oppose the king of the Northwood Isles and become the new king. Oh look, a griffin has been summoned to take me away to my destination. Away!
3: Seriously?
1: You've got to be kidding me. Hey, we totally would have found that amulet if you didn't think you were too good for basic adventuring. Bob, I'm done. I'm tired of this. I just want to go home. But we're homeless, remember? The only difference between us and beggars is that we're carrying weapons and magical gear. Bob, let's just call it quits. Come on. Hey, man. Wait. What? Be inspired. What? I'm trying to inspire you be inspired encouragement loud yelling you can't just say your desired result
3: and it happened to me
1: you do it all the time with your magic and lies bob
3: i appreciate you wanting to inspire me but you're not going to
1: okay what if i pitch this idea to you instead you want to adventure but you have no credibility when you want to do things that take more credibility than you got you find some other jerks and mooch off of their credibility what let's join another adventuring party
3: well there's an idea i suppose
1: it literally matches all of our goals you have your big adventure i get to screw around and neither of us have to actually work Bob, that's
3: absolutely genius
1: where would we find a party
3: anywhere there's beer I i meant an adventuring party
1: oh anywhere there's
3: beer the tavern
1: the tavern but not that janky one we were in I almost got tetanus in there. Plus, I don't think you remembered to put that fire out. We're gonna go to the guild hall. Oh, there's a
3: guild hall here.
1: Great. Do you know what one is? Of course. So there's no
3: reason for us to loudly explain it to one or the other, because we're both on the same page. Right.
1: Here we are. The Guild of Wandering Blades. Interesting building. There are a lot of bars on the window. Yeah, the Wandering Blades make a ton of enemies. They're more mercenary than adventurers, really. Oh, Ew. Mercenaries sound scary,
3: because they fight in wars and die. I just want to follow a group of self-important people around and occasionally get treasure.
1: Don't worry, man. I'm sure there's some diverse group of adventurers just milling around that would love to tote us about. Excellent. Look over there. See those guys wearing all black and sharpening their knives against their teeth? Let's join them! I think they look rather shady.
3: Um, excuse me, sir. What's your name? They call me... Tommy Infant Stabber. Oh, goodness. Have a nice day. Wait, it's my real name, not a nickname. I'm a nice
1: guy to adults. Wait, and children. How about those mysterious looking wizards?
3: Ugh, no wizards. I mean, they're most likely trying to do what we're doing, and the last thing I want is to try and not do work with people who are also trying to not do work.
1: What about that mix of men and women standing there angrily shouting at each other?
3: Okay. I'm a coward. that artifact has brought too much destruction to our group we lost too many of our friends i'm cutting my losses you are too prideful
6: pride pride if we don't get this box of secrets to the emperor of nerea the very world will be destroyed or
3: something
1: i like the sound of this and it sounds like some slots are going to be opening you're a fool
3: elfor i'm taking my spearman companion and leaving Come on, Barb. You'll regret this decision. What about the rest of you? Are you all with me?
5: I, Ventard Ragemen, have pledged to serve you, Lady Eflora, and I meant it.
4: Me and my
1: sister are here for good, too. What would you do without us clever acrobatic thieves? I'm on board. Definitely. I mean, seriously, we are completely invested in this quest. Who... who are you?
3: I'm Thornwick, a wizard of untold magical power, and this is Bob, a man who stabs people. Um, bad people, that is.
1: And sometimes good people if I get confused!
3: Don't tell them that.
1: I'm honest, Thornwick. Honesty is
3: what makes me a good person. But saying you stab good people makes you a bad person.
1: I don't stab them on purpose! I just tend to confuse my friends and foes in the chaos of battle and I don't stop to check! Uh, we
5: Ma'am, with all due respect, we lost our wizard. The skinny one can use magic. We should utilize him.
6: Okay, fine. Mr. Thornburg, you are hired. Your friend, however, cannot come along.
1: No deal, we're a two-man team. Fine, but you don't get any split of the treasure. Ah, warrior bullying, man. What? Wizards are rare, because, you know, it takes forever for them to gain their skills, whereas any jerk can just pick up a weapon and start stabbing. So you're the choicest, and I'm picked last. Like always.
3: Well, what do you know?
6: We will just need to see
1: your guild membership cards. We're
3: not associated with this guild.
1: Really? Oh, so who are you? Complete strangers who were eavesdropping. But I
3: am a wizard. So, you know,
1: worth it.
6: He's right. Fine. My ally, the big brutish barbarian Venkar, will tear you both to pieces if you try anything funny.
3: Like tell a
1: joke? Or do something hilarious?
6: No. Funny like
1: you betray us funny. That's not funny at all. Well, I mean, it could potentially be hilarious. I mean, if uh... Wait, I'll stop talking now.
6: We have sat here t- far too long. The artifact will no doubt bring tragedy. Let's get moving. You two, you're protecting the rear of our caravan. We're riding to Nuria.
1: Where's that? It's the bordering country to Valoria, famous for their corn farming and back alley otter fights. Oh, cool. I hope long travel in the caravan is just as exciting as I think. (laughs) It's not.
3: Okay, Bob we may be in a tiny bit of trouble here.
1: What? Why? I haven't seen anything scary or spooky or anything. We've been traveling for days, and not a single attack. I mean, every few hours I see a scout run up from behind us and count our numbers, but that's been about it. Bob, the trouble is,
3: that elf lady keeps asking me about my spells, and I keep making it up. I don't have a spell book, just a few scrolls. We'll be fine. She apparently needs me to use a very basic spell to open the gate to Nuria. And you don't have it. I don't have
1: it. That is a pickle. How far are we here? Less than half a day I mean, how far deep into this lie are we? The
3: fate of the world is literally resting on my incapable shoulders here.
1: Ah, man, that's not good. What do we do? How about surrender? Ah, crap! When we were scheming, we should have been watching for that small army of bandits. I am Gale, king of the bandits. Curses! We're surrounded. Wizard, cast a powerful spell to destroy them.
6: Yes, wizard. You are our only hope. The world depends on you.
5: You are Venkar's hero, wizard. Um...
4: (gasps) Ah. Are there any
5: bees in the area? No.
3: Well then, and this is super embarrassing, but here's the thing. I'm kind of sort of pretending to be a wizard. I mean, I can cast spell scrolls, but... Yeah, I'm a tiny bit of a liar. Wh-
6: what? Why would
1: you do that? Yeah, I thought
3: I cleared that confusion when I said I was a liar.
1: But relax, I'm definitely a spearman. Attack! Ha <laughs> attack! Ow, you stabbed me! Whoops, I totally thought you were a bad guy. Sorry. Rage and frenzy! Hey, uh, Thornwick, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking now's a really great time to run. Indeed. Can't spell bail without ale. Ha <laughs> ha, running! Well,
3: we made it out of that one okay. We sure did. Maybe lying about our skill
1: set is a terrible idea, Bob. Hey, I was completely honest about the very realistic chances my allies would accidentally be skewered by me. Seriously, Bob, you need to shape up. Hey, you're not my lieutenant. I'll be in any shape I want. Dang it. Whatever. Where are we? Well, we were traveling on the other side of the desolate waste, so I'd venture to say we're, uh, somewhere to the south.
3: The desolate wastes? We were there a while ago, remember?
1: Yeah, but those wastes are one of the bigger parts of this country. Since we're on the other side of it, that means we'll be close to the jungle of person murder.
3: Well, let's avoid those jungles.
1: Sure. Look over there. It's some sort of tall creature wearing long robes and a wooden mask. Do you think it wants to hurt us? I am the Troll King. Hello. Yes, that is who I am. You know, the Troll King. And I have a quest for you adventurers. Your voice seems awfully
3: familiar.
1: Many people say, hey, you... You know, we think you're not the Troll King, but just, you know, standing atop a couple of other goblins and wearing a mask. But rest assured, us Troll Kings, we all look like this. Because we are the Troll Kings.
3: I question that he's actually the Troll King.
1: Thornwick, he's really working hard to distinguish himself as the Troll King. He's mentioned it a ton of times. He clearly is the Troll King.
3: No, but he wouldn't be working this hard to sell it to us if he was
1: legitimately
3: the Troll King.
1: Have you met a Troll King before? No. Neither have I. Let's just assume he's telling the truth, because why not?
3: Well, what would you have of us, Troll King?
1: My quest as totally real Troll King that I am is this. You must go out and, you know... And defeat the deadly, uh, Danger Cow of the North and the, uh, Forbidden Farm a few miles back. Then after slaying it, you must harvest its meat and then bring it back. And what is our pay? You will be paid in having been able to say you completed this quest. That's a sweet deal!
3: Why would that matter to us?
1: Because this is a rare collector's edition quest. Now go and slay the Danger Cow of the South. I thought you
3: said North.
1: Both. There are two danger cows based on each direction. Kill both of them and make flank stanks and then bring them back to us. I mean, me. The lone troll king. We should... I am the troll king. Yeah, we heard. Fine, let's go slay this doom cow. Give me
3: one good reason to accept this quest.
1: I got one for you. I am so bored that if we don't agree to one thing, I'm going to start chewing on your elbows. Ugh, that is so weird. Yeah, I mean, it'll make me immensely uncomfortable too, but I'm willing to do it.
3: Fine, fine. Let's go slay this doom cow and retrieve its meat or whatever.
1: And, And steak sauce. We, the royal troll king, we, I mean, we want steak sauce. Excuse me, but may I ask why you two are loudly arguing about battling my cows? Oh, goodness. So we yeah. Uh, we were not trying to kill your cow with this spear and cow cannon.
3: That cow cannon we constructed is just. for
4: a. project.
1: Please, do not harm my cow, but want a quest. Yeah, to murder your cow for some reason. Why?
3: I think because it was evil. I don't really remember.
4: You are adventurers, yes? Then perhaps you two can assist me. I've been out here for quite some time and I... We're not doing the
3: dishes, pal.
4: Or lifting bales of hay. Or anything that's
3: basically a large chore.
4: I wouldn't suggest anything of the kind. You see, noble adventurers... I am Orlin, master of the hidden way. Ooh, I don't know what that means, but I'm ooing at it. Thornwick,
1: ooh at
3: it! Well, I'm not committing to ooing until I know what it means.
4: It means I'm a man who is in need of special magical parts. Parts only found in a dungeon around here. Really? It's not your traditional dungeon either. Not located deep underground, but instead an ancient castle built in the side of the desolate wastes. This castle is magical and expands and contracts at random. Or something. What do you need the pots for? There is a force unseen that watches. It is terrible and evil. I wield a powerful ancient device that will protect this realm from such horrors. But the device needs more magic... And that castle will have what I need.
1: Wow, that sounds super important. And
3: you're just giving us the job? No background
4: checks?
3: Or you no know, asking for references?
4: I have been waiting for the right men. And you, Thornwick, are the right men. I-, I am? Yes. Are.
3: Are you sure you have the right Thornwick? Shut it, Bob. I am the right man. I do have what it takes, right? Dude, we can barely kill a cow. Forget cow matter, Bob. We've got a mysterious, spooky castle to break into. We're going to loudly rummage about and let hijinks happen. We're back in action.
1: Awesome. Let's bumble, fumble, and grumble our way to victory. What's the castle's name? The castle stab your eyes. Oh.
4: Huh.
2: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of We're So Bad at Adventuring. Please check out our new website, www.badadventures.com, or I will come at you with a terrible spell to turn oh, you into wow, a tree. That
0: was <laughs> really interesting to listen to. Um, you know, but I'm quite curious, though, you said, you know, as, as someone who writes um, audio, audio um, dramas, you know, how is writing an audio drama different to writing an audio book?
1: Oh, well, there's a world of difference there. I've, I've written both. I've written books and I've written uh, you know, audio dramas. And I'd say the biggest difference is really in the way your audience is going to be consuming the content. Okay. With a, a traditional book, you explain everything and you're painting a picture in their mind using the written word. With an audio drama, it's a little different because you're telling a story through communication. People are talking to one another and that's going to be setting the scene. You know, there will be like, you know, sound bites and whatnot happening and there can be narration, but ultimately the listener will only know about the world from how your characters communicate about it. So it's an entirely different way. It's a lot like you're trying to write a conversation that if someone else is listening, they can understand what's happening in the conversation without having to know all the details. So that would, I would say, be the primary difference between uh, writing an audio book or writing a book versus writing an audio drama.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't really get that, though. I'm sorry? I didn't really get that. You know, you said it was like someone trying to listen into a conversation. I didn't really get what you were saying. Sorry.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so we just nix that part and start again or?
0: Please just explain that again. I was just having a bit of a mommy brain.
1: Okay. So when you're you're telling a story through characters communicating to one another. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it's a form of setting a scene without being overly expositional. So for example, in a book, I could write, you know, the dog was barking very loudly outside and it was disturbing the man. Yeah. In an audio drama, I can't really say that. So a character would have to respond to it and kind of state their emotions and feelings about it, which helps the listener understand the scene. So the character could say something to the effect of like, ah, that darn dog is barking again. And that that creates the scene. And it's just the whole story is just characters talking to each other and experiencing everything in their lens and kind of explaining it so the audience can hear it. But you have to do it in a way that it's not overly cheesy.
0: Yeah. Okay, so would you say it's sort of similar to writing a script because you're going to cue the dog barking whereas in the in an audiobook you'd be writing dog was barking.
1: Yes, yes, it's very similar to writing a script. It's more similar to writing a script for a stage play um, than it would be writing a book.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Right, okay. So that's basically so okay, like, Give me five differences, just five differences so that I can just sort of get my head around and then any questions I have, I will ask you.
1: Okay. So the first difference I would say is.
0: So you've already said it's like writing a script for, Mm -hmm. um, it's like writing a script for a stage play then just writing a novel. So that's, that's difference number one. Okay.
1: OK, uh, second would be is you also have to write with emotion in mind more so than in a book, because when you're writing a book, you can explain emotions and, and show character reactions.
0: OK. In,
1: in an audio drama, the emotion and character reactions come from performance. So the actors are delivering those feelings and emotions. Mm. So a character can't just simply write, I am angry. Because, you know, that, that wouldn't be believable. So you'd have to yeah. actually have the emotion in mind and write in such a way to convey the emotion without it being expositional. Okay. Um, so the third one, I would say, is definitely a lot of focus on timing. Okay. Because, you know, when you're writing a book... You know, there is pacing in one structure in a book, but it's very different from an audio drama because an audio drama relies on uh, timing because it's going in real time. Sorry, let me start that again. Okay. Because it's moving in real time. So you have to be aware of certain elements um, like, okay, I want to have a long pause here to kind of add more emphasis, or I want to have like a delay for music to play and really build up a scene, or I want this to move very quickly. So you have to have a good sense of like how long it's going to be and how, you know, what the spacing between the characters are, you know, their conversations are.
0: That sounds really amazing. Well, not amazing. Sounds really It sounds really interesting, though, because I guess when you're writing a normal book, you don't really think about the dramatic effect. You're not going to write, oh, pause for five
1: seconds. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You don't don't write stage direction in your book, but you do in an audio drama. And I, I would say the fourth, too, to kind of tail off on that would be that, give me a second. I just had it and I lost it. Oh, uh, so I would say the fourth one would be also that writing an audio drama is also about editing too. Like okay. once you're in the recording process, you know, you've recorded all the lines, there's a lot of energy and effort that goes into editing and auditorily. So auditorily, is that a rubber word? <laughs> no, audio wise. So you're focused on creating an end product in a lot of ways from at least my from my experience is writing and directing are very, very closely tied together. So it's not just simply like, oh, I'm going to write the script. It's also, I'm going to direct this script as well so that I get the final result.
0: Hmm. Hmm. So it's basically a stage play that's just done in a studio.
1: Yes. And in a lot of ways it is. It is a stage play. And then uh, I would say the fifth biggest difference is dialogue is the most single-handedly most important part of the work. because. That is all the listeners are hearing is dialogue. So if you do not have strong dialogue, well, there's nothing.
0: Yeah. That sound, that sounds, that sounds, you know, um, but then, you know, sort of just last question. I mean, I know you've written, you know, the stuff and then you've, you know, sort of directed you, but how do you get, you know, the sound effects to, you know, to do it?
1: Uh, There are a lot of different ways you can get sound effects. Um, What's uh, interesting is uh, the person who creates the sound effect, they're actually called a Foley. Um, so there's there's different ways that you can get sound effects. Um, we use different online resources that just have them. You pay a royalty or you pay a flat fee, and you can use them on your shows. Yeah. Uh, I have a sound engineer, so his job is to basically find the sounds that I want. So I have to tell him like, okay, I want to hear like the sound of something exploding, and that's his job
0: to find it. Mm, okay. Okay. No, that sound that sounds you know really really interesting. Um, you know, so how can people go and listen to, I mean, in case, I mean, I like to, you know, the one that I've just listened to, but you know, in case anybody else, you know, really likes the sound of the audio, audio drama you've just shared with us, what's the title again?
1: It's called We're awesome. So Bad at Adventuring. And you can find us on iTunes or online at www.terribleadventurers.com.
0: Fabulous. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and fingers crossed. We'll see you again sometime soon.
1: Oh, thank you for having me on. This was a lovely conversation.
0: Thank you very much. Well, everyone else, until next time, we'll see you again on the Shekilola Salami Show. Bye now. Bye -bye. (laughs) now.